as we take a ride through the corners of corruption, discerning fact from fiction and truth from lies, with your host, George Dunn. Well, hello, patriots, ladies and gentlemen, folks all around the world. Uh, I'm George Dunn with The George Dunn Show. Today is March 9th, 2021, year of our Lord. Uh, Today we've got a a big, exciting show with much to discuss and expose. Here's a list of things we will be discussing. $1,400 stimulus checks going out this month. Uh, Can you really call it COVID relief stimulus when only 9% of the $1.9 trillion package goes to Americans for that purpose? Uh, Reports of blindness and deafness in the UK after the mRNA COVID vaccine. And Ben Stein reports he's not feeling so hot either. Communist Cuomo intends to require negative COVID tests, blockchain passport app to attend sports events and theaters. Biden opens borders for illegal immigration with over 100 infected uh, with coronavirus coming into Texas and then tells Texas to manage COVID testing and quarantining of the illegals. Trump tells the RNC to stop evoking his name for fundraising and why gas prices are spiking. So stay tuned. All of this and more just moments away on the George Dunn Show. Okay, folks, let's start off with today's memory verse uh, from the Word of God. Um, Today I've picked Psalms uh, 46, uh, chapter 46, verses 8 through 10. And this time I'm going to cover my eyes just so you don't think I'm reading anywhere. But it's a good exercise for the uh, brain and it's... uh, imperative that we know the word in our minds and our hearts. So let's try this. Uh, Psalms 46, verses 8 through 10. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the ends of the earth. He breaketh the bow. He cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. So uh, hopefully I got that right. Psalm 46, uh, verses 8 through, I mean, Psalms, yeah, Psalms 46, verses 8 through 10. I'll go back and check that out. And hopefully we did that. All right. So everybody, ladies and gentlemen, uh, exciting news about the uh, $1,400 um, so it's, uh, here we go. Biden says $1,400 stimulus checks to start going out this month, an article by the Epoch Times. Uh, President Joe Biden said the $1,400 direct payments to most Americans will begin going out this month. Uh, his promise comes uh, just after Senate passed the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package along party lines. Uh, totally not bipartisan at all. So uh, here's some of Biden talking about that. This nation has suffered too much for much too long. And everything in this package is designed to relieve the suffering and to meet the most most urgent needs of the nation and put us in a better position to prevail. The vast majority of economists, left, right and center, from Wall Street to the to the private private uh, 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 economic uh, uh, polling initiatives. The economists, as I said, left, right, and center, say 
In addition to the needs the people have, we need this to grow the economy. Okay, so that's uh, that's brain freeze Biden. Anybody falling asleep from that? Um, okay, Biden also said uh, this plan will get checks out the door starting this month uh, to the American people who so desperately need the help. Uh, many of whom are lying in bed at night, staring at the ce- ceiling, wondering, will I lose my job if I haven't already? Will I lose my insurance? Will I lose my home? I got to say, resident buffoon, buffoon Biden, all the illegal immigrants uh, you've opened the borders for can underbid American jobs now and keep Americans from getting gainful employment. It was 49 Republicans and uh, to a 50 Democrats vote uh, passing this bill, and it would have been a completely split. Uh, but one Republican senator was away for a funeral. But if he wasn't, Kamala would have just come in and uh, tipped the vote for the Democrats anyway. So it was a completely partisan vote. No agreement in Congress whatsoever. And with basically all important votes splitting this way all the time, uh, with no meeting in uh, some middle ground, I don't see how we can exist together. Uh, we are already in the midst of a political civil war in America. So the article goes on uh, and continues and says, Biden said that over 85% of U.S. households will get direct payments of $1,400. That's nice. Uh, But one of Biden's key campaign promises was $2,000. Promises made, promises broke, unlike President Trump. Okay. Republican lawmakers are taking issue with the bill for its excessive spending, arguing that the bill wasn't directly directly targeted to provide relief for the CCP virus pandemic. Congress had already passed a $900 billion COVID-19 relief bill, along with a $1.4 trillion annual federal spending package less than three months ago. Now this. This $1.9 trillion they're calling COVID relief stimulus for struggling Americans, but 91% of the money is going towards everything else the Democrats had on their spending wish list with your taxpayer dollars, including funding for abortions. An article from uh, LifeSite News reports, U.S. Senate passes $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill that funds abortions. The U.S. Senate voted 50 to 49 today to pass a $1.9 trillion coronavirus bill, as we said, that allows taxpayer funding of abortion contrary to the decades-old Hyde Amendment uh, that has applied uh, to every other COVID-19 relief package. So, while giving uh, Americans some rescue money, simultaneously they make a bill that's contrary to the Hyde Amendment allowing for taxpayer-funded abortions, so now... Who is going to rescue the babies? The article goes on. The Center for Family and Human Rights, uh, CFAM, warned the bill makes funding for abortion groups available through $8.6 billion for the global response to the pandemic. The global response to the pandemic led by the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres designates reproductive health, including abortion, as essential to COVID-19 response. Okay, these people are sick. How, how 
Tell me, how is killing babies uh, related in whatsoever to the China virus? Uh, the Helms Amendment is most is the most comprehensive pro-life federal protection for the unborn. It has been interpreted since 1973 as a complete ban on funding for abortion and abortion equipment by both Democratic, both Democratic and Republican presidents. It also prohibits medical providers from being forced to perform abortions. But the U.N. Global Response Plan can skirt the Helms Amendment by uh, declaring abortion as essential service. You see what they're doing there? They're calling abortion an essential service and by accounting for U.S. funds separately. Because all the tricks they do, it's disgusting. Uh, with our money, taxpayer money, uh, because funding is uh, fungible, uh, this has an effect of nullifying the protections for the unborn in the Helms Amendment. Uh, this isn't the first time Democrats have tried to use a crisis brought on by the pandemic to, to promote abortion. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, tried and failed to force abortion into the 2020 pandemic rescue plan last spring. But if you remember, Republicans had the Senate and Democrats had the House. Now everything's fully Democratic controlled, so they're just jamming it through. So now that the Democrats have uh, full control of Congress, babies in the womb have a big target on their backs. Gotta keep the child sacrifices to Moloch going. He demands worship, and apparently the Democrats in Congress are more than willing to give him what he wants. Even if that means the lives of millions of babies. Okay, an article uh, by LifeSite News says, In the UK, 35 people deaf and 25 people blind after taking the mRNA vaccine shots. Among the people in the UK, 35 cases of deafness and 25 cases of blindness have been reported by uh, people who have taken the experimental mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. Both the Pfizer, uh, BioNTech, and Oxford uh, AstraZeneca mRNA COVID vaccines were given temporary authorization in the UK by uh, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, MHRA, uh, the former in mid-December 2020 and the latter at the beginning of January 2021. Since then, the yellow card scheme has flagged a combined uh, 191,832 individual adverse events or side effects of varying degrees of injury. Of the injuries recorded, uh, AstraZeneca's vaccine consistently performed the worst, accounting for 60% of all adverse events and 50% of deaf and blind reports. Additionally, of the 402 fatalities, 197 were reported following the use of Pfizer formula and 205 after taking the AstraZeneca vaccine. In the U.S., uh, V-A-E-R-S, I guess they pronounce it VAERS, it's an acronym for uh, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System in the U.S., uh, they reported 23 cases of complete deafness and 27 of uh, unilateral deafness, with Pfizer's jab making up 76% of complaints. Additionally, there have been 29 cases of partial or complete blindness, over half of which followed the Pfizer vaccine. So just so you know, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine uses the, uses the 1970s strain of cloned uh, aborted fetal tissue, and the Pfizer and Moderna 
vaccines use the brand new, brand new mRNA technology, and it rewrites your genetic code. Another thing, you can't virtue signal if you get the vaccine. Why? Uh, because, I mean, I understand that people, uh, some people are making a moral choice to protect family members who might be um, immunocompromised or older. Uh, but uh, some people just do it to virtue signal. And you, you and I know this. So why can't you virtue signal if you get it? Because you can still transmit the coronavirus to other people, which is why experts are saying, even if you get the vaccine, uh, you should still social distance and wear masks. Uh, here's Dr. Fauci, the Pharaoh, on that. One of the things that's universal here that we know that at this point in time, it is unclear whether when you get vaccinated and you might be protected from clinical disease, which is the primary endpoint of the vaccine studies, that you could conceivably be infected have virus in your nasopharynx, and at that same time have no symptoms, which is the reason why we recommend and say you still need to wear a mask. Because if you do have virus in your nasopharynx, even though we hope that when the data comes in, it's going to show that the very virus level is quite low and you're not transmitting it, we don't know that now. And for that reason, we want to make sure that people continue to wear masks despite the fact that they're vaccinated. The masks are never coming off. All right. So uh, you see the experts, including Dr. Fickle Fauci, uh, say you can still catch the, the China virus and transmit it. Uh, you may have lesser symptoms because of the vaccine. So actually, you may not know you have it and give it to someone else. You won't be sick enough to know that you're sick. And then you could really hurt someone else who isn't healthy enough to get a vaccine or anyone uh, by inadvertent transmission. And you won't even know you made another person sick. So you can just go along continuing to virtue signal. But it seems to me like a vaccine blinding you to maybe having the still transmissible virus could be a bigger problem for other people than knowing you're sick and staying the hell home. America Max News reports Ben Stein alerts the public suffers terrible side effects from the COVID shot. Here's what he says. Uh, ben Stein has just re uh, issued a statement in which he describes the effects of the latest COVID-19 vaccine booster shot from Moderna. Ben Stein, I had the COVID booster uh, by Moderna uh, four or five days ago, and I'm still feeling wild side effects from it, uh, like I have the worst flu in the world, extreme shortness of breath, dizziness, fatigue, extreme irrational thinking, uh, and it has just been devastating. Uh, ben Stein explains that the shot itself caused him to be sick for days. The overall experience was not good, and he is suspicious about the true nature of the vaccine. Uh, he's also, by the way, uh, suspicious about the whereabouts of Ferris Bueller. 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 Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. 
Thank you, Simone. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's nice. Uh, I, I believe, uh, actually, that he said he's starting to feel better. Um, praise God. So uh, I've seen a lot of arguments on social media about vaccines, with many being nervous about long-term effects. A lot of argumentation going on there for the pro-vaccine people and the people that are just skeptical. I wouldn't necessarily call all of them anti-vaxxers. I just, they just are concerned about long-term effects that you haven't been able to actually note yet because they're so new. And the mRNA technology is, is brand new. Um, it's reasonable to be concerned uh, with these things due to past vaccine disasters. Um, back in 1955, there was the Cutter, ex, uh, the Cutter incident. Mercury News reports about that. Uh, on April 12, 1955, the government announced the first vaccine to protect kids against polio. Within days, labs uh, had made thousands uh, of lots of the vaccine. Batches made by one company, Cutter Labs, accidentally contained live polio virus and it caused an outbreak. More than 200,000 children got the polio vaccine, but within days, the government had to abandon the program. 40,000 kids got polio. Uh, some had low levels. A couple hundred were left uh, with paralysis and about 10 died, uh, says Dr. Howard Markle. A pediatrician, we all know who he is, a distinguished professor and director uh, of the Center for the History of Medicine at the University of Michigan. The government suspended the vaccination program until it could determine what went wrong. In 1976, scientists predicted a pandemic of a new strain of influenza called the swine flu. President Ford at the time was being cajoled to put forward a vaccine that was hastily put together. Uh, when you have a brand new strain uh, situation like that, they had to do it on the fly. Ford made the decision to make the immunization compulsory. Uh, the government launched the program in about seven months and 40 million people got vaccinated against the swine flu, according to the CDC. The vaccination campaign was later linked to cases of a neurological disorder called Guillain-Barr syndrome, which can develop after an infection or rarely after a vaccination with a live vaccine. The CDC said uh, the increased risk was about one additional case of Guillain-Barr for every 100,000 people who got the swine flu vaccine. Due to this small association, the government stopped the program to investigate. So you see, it's reasonable, uh, even due to history. In fact, it's kind of logical. You know, it's uh, everybody should be... Uh, given uh, the grace to be able to study things in a way that makes sense. Um, time, time tests are, are you know, t doing things on a timeline is, is a good method of testing things scientifically. Okay, so there's been so many times uh, I can say when uh, my hunch or my gut has been right about something uh, in my lifetime. And everybody was saying that it's fine, it's safe, or whatever, da-da-da. And things turned out to be right according to my hunch. I'm no doctor. Some people just have good hunches. So you never know. How many Americans are actually leery of getting the vaccine jab? 
Well, LifeSec News reports 41% of U.S. voters unwilling to get COVID vaccine jab, mostly citing side effect fears. Despite President Joe Biden's relentless push to get Americans vaccinated, a new poll shows that 41% of voters are not willing to get a coronavirus vaccine due largely to concerns about negative side effects. The Harvard Caps Harris poll was released exclusively to The Hill earlier this week. Among those who said they were unwilling to get the vaccine, 66% said they were concerned about side effects, while another 33% said they did not believe it was effective. Uh, the Hill reports. Uh, 27% said they were not concerned about the virus. Uh, 23% said it should go uh, to more at-risk individuals. And 17% said 17% said they had health concerns. Uh, the article continues, American voters have valid grounds for being suspicious about the safety of vaccines. LifeSite has reported on the thousands of injuries and deaths that have happened after people received what doctors pointed out is an experimental medical intervention. Right. MRNA, let's not forget, is experimental new technology that rewrites your genetic code. Okay. After taking the vaccine, dozens of residents in nursing homes have suddenly died. Pregnant women have miscarried and healthy people uh, such as young mothers and doctors, have unexpectedly died. Despite all these injuries and deaths, Biden insists the vaccines are safe. Look, folks, I'm no doctor. As I said before, I'm no doctor or immunology specialist, but I know that people's bodies are different. And some drugs and vaccines can be fine for some and disastrous to others. One size fits all in vaccines isn't something that seems reasonable given our bodily differences. Okay, so an article by the Vision Times. Cuomo announces IBM blockchain vaccine passport scheme for sporting events and theaters. So before we get into the article, while Governor Cuomo now has five women accusing him of sexual impropriety, him forcing the admission of COVID-infected people into nursing homes and hiding the numbers of deaths, and New York lawmakers now stripping Cuomo of his emergency powers, there's this. Cuomo's administration intends to implement the uh, Excelsior Pass app created in partnership with IBM. According to ZDNet, Excelsior Pass is a blockchain-based solution developed by IBM using a proprietary blockchain implementation. What it means for end users is they will have to install the app on their phone, verify their identity, connect their ID to their PCR test, uh, their PCR test results of proof of vaccination, and then scan their digital credentials before being able to enter venues. Uh, here's a good old... Governor Commun Communist uh, Cuomo. We're not gonna make America great again. It was never that great. <laughs> no, Governor Cuomo, you made New York suck. The Vaccine Passport Initiative, once declared as a conspiracy theory, has since gained global traction and is rapidly expanding in different incarnations throughout the world. Already in places uh, like France and China, they're using some type uh, or incarnation of this tracking technology. I, I can understand how folks could think this is a good thing, uh, but it's far too intrusive 
uh, on individual privacy and liberties. And quite frankly, it seems like part of a plan to me in order to control and track your movements. The article continues. The Chinese Communist Party used their version of the app uh, to control people's movements and curb the spread of the coronavirus. And in many cities, uh, citizens without the app wouldn't be able to leave their residential compounds or enter most public places. Three months on, with the virus largely contained and lockdown measures gradually lifted across most of China, the small square barcodes have remained in place and are still running people's lives. So even though it's open, no need to be tracking people anymore. They just kind of kept it. You see that? Can anyone uh, begin to envision the Bible's mention of the mark of the beast required in order to buy and sell uh, could in the not too distant future become a reality. So the Epoch Times has an article called White House calls on Texas governor to accept federal funds for CCP virus testing of illegal immigrants. Now, before we go into the article, <clears throat> Governor Abbott and Biden, Beijing Biden, have uh, they've been sparring over immigration. This offer of federal funds is a trap. Governor Abbott has been decrying Biden's policies uh, that are opening its borders to illegal immigration since Biden began his attack on Texas. And it is a, it is an attack. First, over 100 illegals have been coming in with COVID-19. Second, it hurts the economy of Texas and working class Americans in their state. Um, plus, it's illegal. Encouraging illegal migration or immigration into the country makes the numbers of illegals surge and encourages those that are trying to come in legally to just do it illegally because it's easier. And best of all, there's no penalty. It encourages lawlessness. And if you don't have a border with law and order, you don't have a country. So the, the article continues. Uh, it reads white house spokesperson, Jen Psaki. A circle back girl said Texas Governor Greg Abbott declined an offer of federal funds to pay for CCP virus testing for illegal immigrants, adding that the administration hopes he'll reconsider. Federal officials have asked Texas to assist with the issue, Abbott said Thursday, but he declined, saying testing and quarantining migrants is the federal government's job. Border security is a strictly federal responsibility. The federal government alone has the responsibility to test, screen, and quarantine illegal immigrants crossing our borders who may have COVID, uh, Abbott said in a statement. And uh, instead of doing their job, the Biden administration suggested it did not have the sufficient resources and remarkably asked Texas to assist them in aiding their immigra uh, illegal immigration program. And Texas refused. See the trap? Texas is against illegal immigration, period. But Biden is asking them to help uh, the illegal immigration along by testing and quarantining them if they have COVID, all with taxpayer dollars. This comes as President Joe Biden and Abbott have been sparring over CCP virus protocols and measures in Texas after Abbott announced last week that he was lifting restrictions on business or businesses in Texas, and doing away with mask mandates. Biden denounced that decision as Neanderthal thinking. 
Abbott said the Biden administration is recklessly releasing hundreds of illegal immigrants who have COVID into Texas communities. Uh, The Biden admin must immediately end this callous act that exposes Texans and Americans to COVID. Uh, Here is Governor Abbott uh, taking Biden to school with us. Governor, uh, it's, it's great to have you on this morning. I, I know you've probably heard uh, that mentioned, I don't know how many times uh, since uh, the, the, the president used the term Neanderthal comments. Well, you know, first, of course, Joe, it's not the type of word that a president should be using, but candidly for him, he couldn't have used it on a worse day uh, because the day he used that word, his administration has been releasing in South Texas Uh, immigrants who came across the border that they uh, refused to test. It turned out there were more than 100 of them who had COVID. My point is this. The Biden administration has been releasing immigrants in South Texas that have been exposing Texans to COVID. Some of those people have have been put on buses taking that COVID to other states in the United States. The Biden administration must stop importing COVID uh, into our country. That is Neanderthal-type approach uh, to dealing with the COVID situation. Okay, so the dispute between Biden and Abbott follows reports that over 100 virus positive illegal immigrants were released by U.S. Border Patrol since January, according to Fox News. Governor Abbott continues, Texas supports legal immigration, but will not be uh, an accomplice to open border policies that cause rather than prevent a humanitarian crisis in our state and endanger the lives of Texans. Um. Abbott said that in a statement to uh, the media outlets on March 6th. Abbott said, Operation Lone Star will deploy air, ground, marine, and tactical border security assets to prevent Mexican criminal organizations from smuggling drugs and people into Texas. So good for Governor Abbott fighting back. And this is what I've said or been saying. With all the now federal Democrat control, The red states need to fight back on these heinous policies that are bad for Americans. And Abbott is uh, just trying to keep America first, whereas Biden is moving toward America last policies. Oh, and did you know Biden is an acronym? Just found out. It stands for biggest idiot Democrats ever nominated. Okay, the Epoch Times reports Trump uh, presses GOP entities to stop using his name and likeness. Uh, Former President Donald Trump sent a cease and desist letter uh, or many letters uh, demanding that Republican National Committee, RNC, the National Republican Senatorial Committee and RSC and the National Republican Congressional Committee and RCC stop using his name and likeness to raise funds. A Trump advisor told the Epoch Times uh, calls placed to the RNC and RSC and NRCC on March 7th went unanswered. As of the morning of March 7th, the NRCC was still using Trump's name in its standard messaging for new email list registrations. Uh, the homepage of the NRSC advertised Trump T-shirts from its online shop saying, stand with President Trump and House conservatives. The message said, show your support for President Trump. Fight against Nancy Pelosi and the radical Democrats by giving a gift today. According to Rich Barris, the director of a big data poll, Trump's instructions to donate to his website and PAC handed him leverage over the RNC, which may take a financial hit 
as a result. Right. Because Trump put his own pack together. Uh, he'll continue to support Republicans and possibly run again as a Republican. Uh, he stated decisively at CPAC uh, that he wasn't starting a new party. And the absurdity of that is splitting votes and never, ever again beating the Democrat machine. But Trump is not supporting rhinos, Republicans in name only. Uh, he's trying to campaign them out of office for the good of America, to save America and restore morality and integrity to the Republican Party. So the article goes on to say if he wanted to, this is Barris talking, he could basically bankrupt them, the RNC, into submission. Uh, I know there's a lot of people in the Trump world who are rightfully angry uh, with how the RNC raised so much money when they were jointly connected and did not appropriate it right or definitely didn't appropriate it to the efforts that they said that they would like election integrity. There's another element to this, the hidden horse race, which is the money race. The RNC and the National Republican Senatorial Committee and the National Republican Congressional Committee, if these guys can't raise money because Donald Trump is sucking all the oxygen out of the room, then they're in a lot of trouble because their candidates are relying on their support. George Santos, a Republican running for Congress in New York, told the Epoch Times last week, by bypassing the RNC for fundraising, we'll send a message to the committee that they need Trump more than they understand. The, the Republican Party is Trump's party now, and the RNC needs to stop trying to use, or better yet, piggyback on Trump's name and accomplishments uh, to raise money. To me, this shows that they are obsolete without him at this point in history. Okay, so everybody's wondering why the, the gas is spiking. Uh, the Washington Post reports, um, conservatives predict gas prices will spike under Biden. Experts say those fears are overblown. The article goes, a dubious meme has emerged online in conservative circles. The price of gasoline will spike because Joe Biden is taking office. The theory is that the president-elect's coming efforts to wean the United States off oil will nail people's pocketbooks. Conservative corners of Facebook are filled with viral photos of gas station signs with prices above $5 a gallon. Just a reminder of what things looked like the last time Biden was in the White House, reads one of the uh, memes. So I can see why uh, folks would be concerned. Uh, while first, they see gas prices surging upward. Uh, and then uh, with Biden working us back to energy dependency by moving toward banning all fracking, getting rid of the XL pipeline, reintroducing uh, coal regulations and so on. While Trump helped us to get energy independence, Biden is trying to reverse it all. Uh, but this vastly overstates a president's power to control the cost of a commodity uh, traded on a world market. Although a president's actions, including Biden's climate policies, can nudge the price of oil, the effect is marginal at best, is what the experts say. The Balance writes another related article and says, <clears throat> High gas prices are created uh, by high crude oil prices. Oil costs account for 54% uh, of the price of regular gasoline. The remaining 46% comes from distribution and marketing, refining and taxes. These inputs don't change as frequently as oil prices do. A $10 rise in oil prices translates to a $0.25 cent, 
uh, increase in gas prices over the long term. Gas prices and underlying oil prices are determined by three factors, supply and demand, commodities traders, and the value of the dollar. So, as the article just said, a gas price is mostly just three things, supply and demand, commodities traders, and the value of the dollar. And with uh, COVID uh, relaxing in some states, uh, equaling more motorists, and the cold snap uh, recently in Texas in late February that led to a widespread power outages in the state, which led to dampening oil and gas production, shutting down significant portions of the Gulf Coast refining capacity, demand has gone up uh, with more pressure on supply. So the article continues, when traders think gas or oil prices will be high, they often bid them up even higher. Normally that occurs in the spring. Traders start buying oil futures contracts in anticipation of the summer price rise. In this way, commodities traders create a self-fulfilling prophecy. This leads to an asset bubble. Unfortunately, the one who pays for this bubble is you at the gas pump. Uh, and then there's the value of the dollar uh, in decline, especially uh, with the feds just printing more and more money. Uh, that, that makes the price of gas go up because OPEC needs to boost the price to keep the profit margins the same when the dollar is worth less. Um, so, folks, although I'm happy to see uh, that things are beginning to open back up and uh, COVID restrictions are lifting, uh, this actually uh, is creating some of the spike in gas prices because uh, demand is higher and some producers are still not operating at full capacity. Uh, demand is higher than supply. The commodities traders traders are bidding the, the price high, anticipating the uh, summer traveling, which is a normal thing. And the value of the dollar is down with all the money printing. And that is why uh, the price of gas is surging. So, patriots, ladies and gentlemen, folks all around the world, uh, if you like this podcast or videocast, uh, whether you're hearing this or watching this, uh, please hit the like uh, and share button uh, and or subscribe if you would. Uh, and you can you can send a small donation of any amount to keep this going uh, to support the cause. Uh, my PayPal is paypal.me forward slash George Dunn Music. Venmo is at sign or ampersand George Dunn Music. And Cash App is a dollar sign George Dunn Music. They've got uh, music in the addresses because my music business was founded before uh, my news and comment business. Just go with it. Uh, I would appreciate it if you like the show and uh, more to come, Lord willing. So lots of tough news, everybody, but keep your heads up uh, because it is God that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Keep the faith. Keep looking up. Give them heaven. I'm George Dunn, host of The George Dunn Show, signing off. Peace. Peace.